Hello and welcome to Cats Out of the Bag. I'm Kat Hennessy and in this podcast, nothing is off limits. Hello, my angels. Well, firstly, thank you so much to everyone. I'm just so blown away by everyone's support last week. So I cannot thank you all enough. It was just so great to see everyone's comments and feedback. Um, I've also started a little Facebook group, which I'll pop in the show notes if you guys want to join the little cats out of the bag community. Um, so this episode is a ripper. So I'm chatting with Natasha, aka Veronica Wolf, aka The Good Slut. And we are talking all things about being an escort, stripper, doing porn, all of that jazz. And holy shit, I feel like I have learned so much. So she just got, goes into all the details about like, you know, things like, how do you stay clean down there? Like, what if your vagina gets sore? Um, how does her family feel about it? So many interesting topics that I all know everyone's dying to know about. So... Without further ado, let's bring on in Natasha. Hi, Kat. How are you? Thanks I for having me. Fabulous. I'm so excited to have you on here today and just dive all into your life and, you know, your day-to-day and everything. So do you want to start by just telling everyone a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. Um, well, I am a sex worker. This is my 11th year in the industry. Um, I originally started, you know, waitressing and stripping and moved on to escorting and, um, you know, like OnlyFans and I've now done and, you know, produced my own porn. Um, and since that as well, have also created a, um, a nationwide family for um, female identifying sex workers within our industry, within Australia, whether or not you're Australian or just, you know, in the industry within Australia, past or present. Um, yeah. And it's just uh, a wild little time. Oh my God, I love it. It's, it's so exciting. And so what age were you when you first um, got into the industry? I was 18. I reckon I was like just before 19, yeah, because it was summer. Mm. So yes, you were 18. So what um, what like made you first want to get into the industry? Like what was what sparked your interest? <laughs> I feel like um, mine is a pretty dumb reason to be honest very superficial I essentially just like was quite privileged when I grew up I had a very um, well-off family and um, you know when I got out of school I went to uni um, and my dad um, very graciously gave me an allowance so that I wouldn't have to work while I was at uni but really all I really did um, was not go to class I just got fucked up all the time and decided that uni was not for me but I did did really like an allowance <laughs> so I literally just said like uh, bikini waitressing um, and you know I had a chat to um, a man like back then you really only worked for like one company at a time you were exclusive um Tony was his name a nice really really nice Greek man um and he was like you know you can do bikini like all the other girls are your topless but like you do whatever you're comfortable with and I've always been like super super open with my vessel like you know in high school I was always one to get me kid off and have a jump in the pool um Arabella who introduced us will definitely tell you that that is factual (laughs) um and (laughs) I love her um but yeah so I essentially just like wanted to do fuck all like I just wanted to surf and I just wanted to like you know go out with my friends but still have like a good income (laughs) which is all of our dream and um yeah just ended up doing that and my first uh like waitressing I was in my bikinis and within like I think like two minutes I just had my top off and he was like are you sure like you don't have to do anything you're not comfortable with and I was like this is me like yeah the girls let's go and it just sort of like really snowballed from there I never had to like drink to do it or like do drugs to do it obviously I I mean not obviously I do do drugs at work I really (laughs) enjoy that side it's not that (laughs) obvious but um but yeah and it was never like a thing that like I had to. So, you know, throughout the years, like it was like, why would I change even though maybe some people don't agree with it? Like I liked what I was doing and it's ended me here. Here we are. Amazing. And so did you, did you firstly, did your family know about your line of work? Mm, yes, they do. So I think it took me maybe like a year and a half to tell mum just because like um, her and I are, you know, close in like how we talk. Um, and I would just like tell her stories about work and just say they were about someone else. And that I was, cause I did actually start off, I started waitressing and then I went to a strip club in the cross back when the cross was like wild. Um, and I was just waitressing fully clothed in, not topless. And, um, I wasn't a stripper and then I like went to being a stripper. So I would just say like all my stories about work with some other girl's name. And then eventually mum was like, 
like, you, but yeah, you were a stripper. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I think it's about time that we just be honest with ourselves and say that I am. And let's just like move forward. And she was like, rock the fuck on. And when I told okay. dad, I literally, yeah, she was great about it. She just said, um, don't get into prostitution. <laughs> That's what she said. And, you know, sorry, mum. Um, <laughs> Here I am. Uh, here we are. Um, and dad, I uh, told dad maybe like, and a year later after that, and I am a huge daddy's girl and really like, he's like very, you know, straight down the line or he was then. Um, I've sort of like gotten that out of him because I'm a very naughty child and he just had to <laughs> chill out a bit. Um, I told him and I like cried for like, I reckon like two hours beforehand, like hysterically, I thought he was going to disown me. And I just like didn't. And I was just like, he was just really cool about it. And I was like, I'm not kidding. And he's like, I know you're not kidding. Like you've not got an allowance of me for like two years now and you don't have a job. So like, I'm not really? stupid. And so I was like, he, so he wasn't like, he wasn't ever like, you can't do this. Like he, they were both really supportive. Well, like, I wouldn't say that like, he was like supportive, like, yes, like go sis, get, go off queen. But, um, uh, I have always been like I left I was really naughty when I was like 15 and and even like a bit younger and have always been like done my own thing they just were like you're going to do whatever the fuck you want to do and I was just yeah. like that's why I cried because I was like you know I am going to choose what I want to do over what my dad wants because like that is the mood for my whole life like you don't get to choose what I want to do no one does literally so oh yeah like God. all my family knows um I like my granddad knew before he died my mum's dad um I wasn't an escort then, so that was like obviously a bit easier. Um, grandma knows, mum's mum, Nana and Papa, my dad's um, like parents, are the only ones that don't like officially know. Pop, yeah. Pop died um, maybe like a month and a half ago now, um, and Sorry. I probably was never going to tell him to be honest. So yeah. like, but um, you know, if I were, he would have been the only one that would have been cool about it. Nana definitely will never be ever be cool about it, like ever. So that's yeah. just like, you know, and we all just keep that from her. But every single other person in my life knows every single other person. And you don't so. ever worry that like she'd, I don't know, I guess like it's hard because like people. Find out. Yeah. Like what if she like. I mean, like, look. Internet yeah. Or- if she did, like, you know what it is, what it is. Like I, like yeah. I, I am, I'm still the person that I am. Um, And like, you know, she, I have done a lot of other really bad things that like she does know about that she has loved me through and, you know, has always just convinced me that she loves me through it. And like, like, yeah, like the first year that I ever started doing it when I was waitressing, I was waitressing on a balcony at schoolies, not for schoolies, like the year after mine. Um, but like, you know, people who happened to be in an apartment while schoolies was on and there was like a news helicopter right outside it. And I like just shook my tits, you know, like as you do at it. <laughs> and Nana called it. me like no joke, like half an hour later and was like, hey, like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, just at uni in the library studying. Like why? She's just like, oh, you're not at Surface Paradise. And I was like, no, I'm at uni. She was like, okay, I thought I saw you on the news. No. So <laughs> dodged oh. a bullet then because I didn't have any tattoos then. So that was a lot easier, but now I do. Right. So Right. I mean, like maybe she does have an idea or who knows. I would say so. I would really yeah. like, you know, I think they definitely don't think that I do what, you know, what I tell them that I do. Yeah. Yeah. But that's so interesting. And what yeah. about like, so obviously if you've, did, how, you said you've been doing it for 11 years. Yeah, this is my 11th year. Didn't even celebrate my 10th year because I guess, I guess we had COVID, but oh it went past me. Well, um, but yeah. The 11th year. Ah, what, what I'm 30 it? this year, so I'm going to celebrate that and being in the industry for 11 years. And that'll be Fuck yes. cute. Angel numbers, you know, 11 is when I was meant to celebrate. Go off, sis. I love that. <laughs> and what about like, obviously, I know we kind of spoke briefly before starting the recording. You said that you have a mm. boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and what, like, have you had many relationships throughout your experience or is this? Yeah. Like, um, I have been in a, like, I'm a long-term relationship girl. Usually like when I have a relationship, it's just like a best friend that I end up fucking for like a couple of years Yeah, and then it doesn't work out. So, um, (laughs) but my last, um, so Nathan, who I'm, I'm seeing at the moment, he's absolutely fucking amazing. Like we made the He's the first relationship that I have had um, that while I've been escorting where I've had to be yeah. like, look, like this is what I do and I'm not willing to stop anything that I do in my life. Like you yeah. can slot into it or there's the door and he absolutely, like it didn't even come to that. Like he was just absolutely amazing like really early on and yeah. was just like, yep, um, like you were doing this beforehand and you know you're a boss bitch and like he's super encouraging. Like obviously I don't go into like detail or like whatever but he's really, really great. Um, the 
I, we did decide that I'm not going to do male and female porn, so I'm just going to do girl-girl porn and just produce porn because um, I've, like, written a lot of scripts for it, which I think is just real, still really fun anyway. Amazing. And were and before you were with Nathan, were you doing um, porn with men as well? Before, yes. Yeah. So I had just released um, two. Like, I had just started getting into it and it was, like, sort of really taking off so that like it's absolutely not something that I'm like upset to leave behind. Like I'm just like, you know, yeah. um, I loved it. I got to do it. Like, you know, like I love trying new things and I'm still going to do go-go porn. But, yeah, so that's our container. But like that's really new to me and really was super unexpected. I really was yeah. um, like ready to be, you know, um, like sassy and single for a long time. Amazing. My previous relationships were like pretty good with it, but I was just a stripper and a waitress then. I think that's maybe a little bit easier. And the last one that I had was absolutely not good with it at all. He was just absolutely yeah. horrible. Really, and that was really, how did, really. How did you meet these guys? Like, did you meet on like Tinder or like through friends, or did you ever meet anyone through work? One of my boyfriends, um, Ryan, whose initials I have on the back of my arm. Um, I have all of my boyfriend's initials tattooed on me. <laughs> well, they're a part of your life, so I, why yes, not make I am a lover. That's right. <laughs> um, memories. Um, and he, I met through work. Um, and I never thought that I would see someone through work, but he was just like really cool. And I guess like, wasn't trying to come on to me. That was like the, the difference between him and everyone else. Like he wasn't like gross and sleazy. He was just like super normal. And I was like, rock the fuck on my dude. You are cool and normal and let's do this. And you know what I do clearly. So, so wait, so what? So he, you met him through work, like (laughs) which work were you doing at this time? Like, did you meet him through, um, waitressing? Waitressing, okay, and he, yeah. yeah, okay, cool. So you met through waitressing, and then you obviously went out on a few dates and started dating. Yeah, and you know he knew what I was doing, um, and like that was always a thing. Even then, it wasn't even like an issue. Like I was always just like, I'm not like nothing's changing, so like figure it out or fuck off, sort of thing. Um, but obviously, in a much nicer way than that. But no, you know, hundred percent. I feel like yeah. I even struggle with men because. I have like quite an out there personality and I'm, you know, quite open sexually. And like, even that I find like sometimes I'm too much for guys or they find me like too intense or maybe intimidating, who knows? But like, I definitely struggle with that in my day-to-day life. And um, yeah, I just can't even imagine what it would be like. Okay. Well, I'm going to ask you a few questions. Um, mm. Just like I've, I've put up a question box and people have sent me in some things. I had like, I mean, the main topics were like around like hygiene, orgasms, experiences, mm-hmm. family and friends, which is which we've already touched on. So I think I'll like start with like, I don't know, hygiene and just your body. Like, so yeah, what, like, firstly, I'll ask you like with escorting, like how many people a day average would you have sex with? Well, uh, to be very frank, my escorting is wildly different to what I know is the, um, like regular. Um, I have been escorting for four years now and, and what I do now is charge like a shitload of money to really do fuck all. Sometimes I don't even have sex. Um, but like when I do, I like, I I might work like once or twice a week, like working twice a week for me, that's like, like five or six K. So I'm just like, I don't need to do any more than that. Do you know what I mean? Um, and it also is like really mentally draining and takes yeah. you know like between like three and 10 hours so it's just like um that I'm just like they're like talking shit so that's a lot so I'm not actually having sex as much with people but when I did work in like brothels um or like rub and tugs and um, that was maybe a little bit more traditional even when I worked on my own in in call um escorting and massage like sessions um maybe like I don't know hard to tell like uh, between like five and ten like if you're wow. like ten's obviously great like that's you you're in like you it's bittersweet because you're like holy fuck like um like I've fucked ten people but it's not like you actually like it's not the sex that you and I are having I mean hopefully anyway like it's yeah it's fucking quick like it's like you know for for me a lot of the time it was at the end of like a rub and tug so it's like so, it's just there so like so you're having sex like maybe five to ten times a day if, if you're in a brothel or the rub and tug. Yeah, yeah. So like how, like, okay, for instance, if I have sex with a guy for like a few times a night or something or even like if I have sex once, my vagina is fucking sore. How do mm. you, like, would you always lo- use lubricant? Like how do you, like, help yourself from not 
getting sore down there. Yeah, absolutely, getting a swollen little puss. Um, Literally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you look, bags of peas, you know, like I definitely remember um, like literally getting a frozen bag of peas um, out of like which was already just there at the rub and tug um, because like I just had a really busy night and happened to wow. have actually had like actual sex with these people um, as opposed to just like literally jumping on and being like, oh, my God, I'm a really hot girl that you'll literally never get unless you pay for um, and I've been teasing you for the last hour. So, like, boom, and it just goes because that's, like, that doesn't, you know, that's not going to irritate you, Fanny. Yeah, um, right. And if you like, as much, them, obviously. you just be, like, giving them a blowjob or giving them a handjob or something. Yeah, absolutely. Or, like, even just, like, the massage. Honestly, you'd be surprised what gets men going. Like, it's just absolutely fucking ridiculous to be honest. Like, I don't know why they pay for my time but, you know. Fuck, so you've literally had to get like a bag of peas and put them in between your legs because... Yeah, I have, but that was literally a one-off instance. Like, you know, even when I um, like did in-calls and I had like, oh, maybe... Yeah, like obviously it's just different. Like, you know, when I first ever started, um, like first ever, like probably like the first month, I dabbled in like lots of different types of escorting and one of those types was in-call, which is where you get a hotel room, make an ad and you see clients that way. And I think I did see probably like it was like a quick trip to Sydney I was literally there just to like make money like I had no money I'd like spent money to do this so it was sort of like real desperate so I had to work is the point that I'm getting at like I had to do these jobs essentially to get home and I think I did actually have sex between like 10 and 20 men um in a 24-hour period wow um yeah and that actually was like that was in a area so like so fucking hard to explain like different like areas and types and like you know times of night and how much you charge dictates like how many people you have sex with so I was charging like quite low and I was in an area Parramatta um Mm -hmm. which is like you know um like has a lot of escorts yeah but also like has a lot of clients um like doing like lunch and like this and that also like the the type of clientele um is is literally booking you for sex so like they're gonna have actual sex with you so that time was really yeah like definitely sore and I remember thinking I fucking can't do this all the time plus it, that particular time killed my soul maybe it was like the circumstances around it but yeah like it's just different every time I guess you make it what you want to I'm privileged to be able to do that totally so yeah so and would you be having sex in like a hotel or like someone's house like what was the setup yeah, so obviously in brothels, like, you just stay there. Um, and then, yeah. like, uh, out call is when you go to someone's, like, setup. So you might be going to their hotel or their house. I hate going to people's houses because you almost, like, can 100% guarantee that they didn't just fucking clean their bed and do Ew. their bed sheets. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so yeah. I gen- generally avoid that. Plus, I think it's really dangerous. Like, it's probably the most dangerous that you could get, like, going into someone's house. Like, you don't know who they've got there. Like you don't know, like they know the ins and outs of that whole place. They could have like booby traps or like this or that. Like you would, you know, it's just like so many different variables that can affect your safety. And then you also have in call, whereas where you book a hotel or like a venue or they come to like, you know, some girls have like a setup in their house or like a different place that they rent right. that they use just for work or whatever. So that's so, in call. And, and is there anything you can do in the industry to like keep yourself safe? Like if you are going to someone's house, like, is if you're working for a company and they're setting you up, like how how can you ensure that you're not going to get like murdered or kidnapped or? I mean, like, look, it's so fucking hard. It's literally like going on a one night stand. Like think about the actual reality of our safety as women going on a one night stand. If you're really fucked off your head and I'm not even turning up to jobs fucked up my head. So that's not even like add that in. Yeah. You can do things like have a um, security guard or like, you know, a pepper spray on you or whatever. And I, and the, 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 the times that I had it and I needed it, I fucking forgot about it. It wasn't even something mm-hmm. that I used. I like just had to get out of it. Like, you know, you, you take all the precautions that you can as a woman. And I think you're also hyper vigilant because you are aware of the situation that you're going into, the types of people that can book. Obviously that's not like all types of clients, but like, um, yeah. that is the reality of the situation. And like, yeah, like, you know, you, you know, we know, we know our shit. Like we always have like someone who knows what we are, your location turned on when you're meant to be finishing, like right. the clients that you're with, you try and get IDs. We like to have our communities where we show faces. If you know, you men fuck up or whatever, we blacklist them. And that's kind okay. of like what my oh, group that's does. Good yeah. Okay, cool. So that, so there are like little precaution. Preca- oh my God. I can't say the word precautionary. <laughs> If, if there is as much as you can do. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, okay, that's good then. So you've, you are more, you more work with like male clients and then, but you will do like the porn with women though. Yeah, that's right. So, I mean, like, um, this is, uh, that's as far as escorting, like the porn is like so very different because you know, that's filming. And like, I love working with my friends because like, they're literally my mates. Like, um, yeah. 
like I know and if they're not like they will be because we're totally scissoring (laughs) so literally (laughs) and so like I mean I feel like let's touch on the we'll touch on the porn thing in a little bit Mm. but I feel like I want to like keep going on this kind of stuff so like when you're with a client and you're having sex are you ever like are you ever really enjoying it Yes. Oh my God. So that definitely happens. Like, you know, you build a wall and like, sometimes you like tell lies or like you like pick on a character or whatever sort of thing. But like, you have like this wall between you and the client. Didn't want, I didn't even want, I didn't want to feel good when I had sex with them. Like it made me feel really, really, really gross. And the few times that it did happen, um, like I have really sensitive nipples. Like if they were ever to like to do something with that and it started arousing me, I would literally nearly throw up. Like it would just actually make me feel so sick. But I got to the point where I was like, well, like, it's just so I've talked to so many people about it. I don't think I even came for like a full year. Like I didn't masturbate, nothing. Really? I had no sex drive at all. Really? And I, there was definitely like mental factors, but I wasn't helping it by like having this wall. So like now I just like, you know, if I enjoy it, I enjoy it. If I don't, I don't. It's just like real sex. Like I just, yeah. And, you know, um, I really enjoy my clients. We have like nice connections so I can enjoy the sex more or like whatever. So but it's not like dating often- someone. Would you often orgasm when you're with clients? Very rarely. Um, But, you know, it definitely happens. And when it does, I'm like, oh, my God, great. But also once it happens, um, then you're immediately like, um, you know, like when you masturbate and you finish and you're just like, okay, get this the fuck away from me. Yeah, you're like, I'm um, fucking dead. So, yeah. So, so you definitely try and like. It's, a, it's, yeah, it's bittersweet. What do you do if like there's a client and you're like, like what if there's someone really repulsive you're just like oh no like do you ever turn anyone away or yes. you do <laughs> absolutely so, so what do you do so if what's been a situation where you've turned someone away like have, is it just like their appearance or if they ask for like anything weird or yeah so I mean I am such a vanilla sex worker <laughs> really um, like when you when you work in a broth on a rubber tug it's really hard um I did literally like this kind of why I left the the rub and tug um when like stopped ever going back to that sort of um environment where I'm working for someone or working in a situation where I like have to like quote unquote have to do something because you can't just like keep not going out to intro which is when you like go like if you see the client and you go out and like introduce yourself and then he picks or he or she or they pick um you know you can't just not do that lots like you'll get in trouble they'll be like you can't fucking work here so in those situations you don't have the ability as much to say no and there's definitely yeah like there's definitely lots of times that I wish that I could have in that situation but I couldn't um what did you do in those situations where you were like I've got like hold my breath um like like spray shit loads of perfume or like just like talk to myself or be really fucking like um sassy or I don't know like whatever I don't know maybe sometimes even make a joke out of it like sometimes literally like talking like some ridiculous accent until they literally just like are like is this girl fucked in the head but now I have the privilege like you know (laughs) (laughs) um I just you know my my standards right now are like as far as work and you know just anything really are like quite quite high um to be able to be a client of mine you must obviously be able to afford me um with ease like I've had a literally a client who I found out sold his car to see me for two hours and I was like I'm never ever having this feeling again like it felt so horrible and literally I was like what like what like why did you tell me that dude that makes let me I feel horrible how how much how much would two hours cost it was um 3k 3k so he sold his car for 3k so and and I I think it was four but maybe he like I don't know kept a grand you know maybe (laughs) continue for like half an hour yeah <laughs> they start asking for things like can you do natural this or like ask me twice to do anything um if I just say no one time and then they'd be like oh really or what if no that's a straight up pushing of boundaries and I won't fucking what, do it what's like something weird that someone would ask that um is pushing a boundary as I said like I'm pretty vanilla so for me it could be like literally like will you give me a natural blowjob and I'll be like that's it that is where I draw the line like Na- natural blowjob meaning no condom no condom yep I won't even like, give a condom blowjob I that is a boyfriend oh, really? gift that is not for clients no no really so so you strictly, thing, strictly no blowjobs mm. I'd rather just jump on like I'm a good actress I know I look good on top like let's get this show on the road brother I love giving head <laughs> me too just not to people who I don't love totally I'm like mm, I give you know like I don't love <laughs> no but like I think 
or maybe no, like I know love, what you mean. It's, or like it's, lust, like you know, you like when know. you like want to, like well, if you don't want to, like you know, like I'm, I'm like sex is sex, like I'm that's pretty easy for me, like I can definitely do that. That's totally fine. But like putting someone's genitals in my mouth, like that has to be a want for me. Yeah, for me. Totally. And I know definitely there's lots of girls who like prefer the opposite. Like they'd rather give a blowjob and get do that than have sex with their client. You know, like and that's totally Thing. fine. It's so interesting. So I've like dealt with some. F- Have you ever had like a fucking rank dick? Yup. That's yes, where I but- say I had to hold my breath. <laughs> oh, those ones. Like so, what? So and and they're people you'd have you'd have sex with. No, like so. Thankfully, that's why I really like the rub and tuck over brothel. I was only in the brothel for literally like one or two nights. I think it was two. I like the I like the um rub and tug because you don't have to have sex it's an option like you, all you right. have to do is give the the tug Hand job. yeah um so it literally like this dude's foreskin like no joke when you think about like the um and I'm not a body shamer this is just like literally the weirdest no. thing I've ever seen and like that's no, like no, you know, no. it was unhygienic but like give me the it, it was like um you know sweet potatoes where they have like the real thin curly like ends Oh, like yeah, thin, yeah. really thin and like, like pointy overhang. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like literally like that, like a, like, and then it like the actual penis, like couldn't come out. Like the hole was too small in the foreskin and no. it looked like, you know, the top of like, um, Xiaolong Bao, like the dumpling, how it's like a little like twist. Oh, so, yes, dude. Are you getting the picture? So anyway, this is like for a rub and tug and I literally like pulled down his pants. Oh, sorry. He, he pulled, took off his pants in the corner of the room and it's a big room. Like, I don't know, probably like five by nine meters or some shit like it had a spa like it's steamy like it smells nice already and it immediately like was like thick with this gross smell that I was well, like, like oh my didn't fuck. clean his dick properly <clears throat> straight up like he just couldn't possibly like yeah. I realized when I was like doing the rub and tug and like the massage so you do like a massage like first and you really waste time doing that and then it's maybe like the last like five three to five minutes that you're like doing the tug for you know so like that's fine but like literally even without touching it like you could fucking lube it was horrible it was horrible like I was literally gagging I was I thought I was going to be sick on him I literally was thought I was going to be sick on him yeah I've actually I have two situations so I oh my god dated this guy who had like literally the longest foreskin like it was so long it was like like I always like if anyone if anyone's listening right now google foreskin overhang or long foreskin and I swear to god this is my boyfriend's dick and I'd always be like you know like would you ever like consider like an adult circumcision or like it was just I couldn't fucking deal with it and he'd always like come home from work and be like, be spontaneous with me. Like, why don't you just want to have sex? And I'd be like, dude, you fucking work outside. You've been working in the 32 degrees, Queensland heat, sweating in your fucking long foreskin. I don't want that shit near me. Like that shit's going to give me thrush or something. Like that's an unrealistic porn. That's just unrealistic. And that's porn. Like that's not real life. No. So that was fucked. So that like, and like, I would honestly, I could not, give him head unless he had showered just before like just then like because it would just it would honestly taste and smell like vile like vile and vulgar and then I also saw this guy dude honestly like when I was like 18 or something I dated this like bartender guy Oh my and holy God. shit, I swear <laughs> to God. For setting the, the mood of this whole story mood. from the start. I was dating him and I went over to his house and and so he had like, like I was dating, I really liked him, but he just had the smelliest dick. Like I am talking like, have you showered in a week? Like what what's happening down there? Do you know how to wash your foreskin? Like this is, oh this God, is the I question. I think I dated a dude like or like sucked off a dude like that when I was 18 and literally remember, like, I think it was my first I think that was my first ever and I was like something what is had this? fucking died down there truly so I would like was I that your first time. your first incident with that with like with a what? smelly little bit a smelly willy oh, mm, I've, I mean like look like I've been sexually active since I've been like 13 so I mean I feel like I would have dealt with a bunch of like dirty dicks Especially, when I was younger yeah, like for like when, teenagers as well you know, for sure. like just ooh. but this was like one that really sticks out to me I remember going over to his one time and I was like I was like okay what can I do to like get him to shower I was like hey like if you had a shower he goes yeah I just showered before you came over 
and I looked at him and he was like low riding his jeans and his red underwear was sticking out and he was wearing the same underwear at the nightclub the night before and this was like 4 p.m. in the afternoon and in my head I'm like you're fucking lying like you haven't showered literally like like, oh my god I'm about to suck your dick like why do you have to make it hard like literally so I was like oh like I tried to be sexy I was like oh don't you like want to come and shower with me like you know come on like it'll be like fun and he's like no I'm good like didn't and I was like in the shower being like this fucking asshole like I honestly every time we would have sex I would feel like his stench would make me smell it was revolting and then I remember we like went away together and like we had like a spa bath and I like gave him a hand job in the spa bath but I was like actually secretly pouring I was literally pouring soap on my fucking hand and like getting that all like yuck this is so I can't even believe I even did this literally like the things we have done oh Uh, my god I know and I fully like gave him a hand job like cleaned it whatever and then I gave him head afterwards because it obviously was fine because it would just I'd fucking washed it properly ew 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 ew. I'm looking back at this guys (laughs) and thinking like Oh, am I fucking insane? Anyway, and then I gave him head on the bed. We were like away at Noosa or something. And he was like, oh, my God, that was the best head I have ever had in my entire life. And in my head I'm like, yeah, because no one's fucking sucked it because it smells that bad, you sick fuck. So, like, that that was literally – Oh my God. Like I cannot. Oh my God. But, um, what a scarring experience. Like it's shit like that, that literally like guys be like, Oh my girlfriend doesn't give head. Like that's why tell your yeah. fucking friends, round them up, clean your dicks together. What are you going to do? A little circle jerk in the shower. Let's literally. go boys. Come on. My girlfriend doesn't give me head because my dick fucking stinks. Like sort your shit. Oh my God. So yeah, so I've had my fair share of smelly dicks. So I can't imagine like (laughs) some random fucking 40-year-old in a rub and tug who's like a bit sleazy. That was like such a bad experience. Like because, you know, like in rub and tugs and like brothels, like you make them shower like before and after. Like, you know, that's in like they they know, especially if they've been there before, that that's like the – the thing so like he still showered and like it was still gross so like by that point if it's just still gross at that point then like you know that you don't have like a fucking hope in hell to to make anything better and you just gotta pour lavender oil as fuck on this dude or some shit like oh. that but now if in like now if I go to a job and that man is not like impeccably dressed and like looks like he has just shaved today or like he's like you know what I mean like he looks like he's fresh or is about to shower or whatever like then it's just a fucking no for me like it's just a no you, I, I get the money. At the, I get the money at the start. So if you want to fuck around, like that's fine by me. Oh my god, I cannot. So, oh, what? Why? why would you? I mean, I mean, I feel like it's like you're dealing with this in your line of work, but like every girl day to day as well is dealing with. Oh my god, we absolutely are because it's just the same dudes. Like this is like it's not like I'm seeing like any different dudes than like generally what we're all seeing. Do you know what I mean? Like they're all one all the same. Well, no, but it's also like surprising how many guys that you wouldn't expect do go to rub and tugs yeah or just not even just rubber tugs but see escorts and like you know like all this sort of stuff you could literally see like a 50 year old like millionaire who who won't have washed his dick yuck it's not just the 18 year old fucking bartenders you know what I mean like it's just like, who's like, where are your mothers? I mean, look, I feel like you like have had to switch off in those situations, but me just having sex with a guy I'm dating, like I've also had to experience switching off in those situations. And it's, I think switching off is a definitely a very um, feminine trait. Yeah. It's fucking disgusting. We've um, it. Let's go into like STDs and stuff. Okay. So do all clients have to wear condoms firstly? So um, it's sort of various state to state and um, on what type of escorting you're doing, like in brothels and that sort of thing. Um, like I know in New South Wales, um, it's quite common for them not to, or, you know, women to offer um, like natural, which is where you don't wear a condom um, services, um, which makes it hard for anyone, you know, in that environment to um, not offer them. So that's that can be difficult. Um, I do know that in Queensland, um, that we it is the norm to wear condoms. Um, and I definitely never ever ever see a client um, without a condom because like there's just absolutely no fucking chance for me. But the, you know, like that, and that's a privilege thing as well. Like that's you know. And do you like what about like herpes and stuff? Like, because you can if someone's 
look, you might, I might be so incorrect here, but you can get herpes even if someone's wearing a condom, can't you? I'm pretty sure, yeah. And also, like, you can yeah. do it on your mouth. Like, you know, like um, natural yeah. blowjobs are pretty common. So I've heard people do, like, like at brothels that they do, like, dick inspections. Like, yeah, absolutely. So- so that's a thing. So what do they like? Does a guy like pull their pants down and like someone looks at it with like a microscope and is like, e, you've got a fucking raised sc- like scab. Like how does this work? Yeah. You learn to, uh, to ask them to take their pants off um, and you kind of like pull the dick like forward, like the foreskin, like um, the same way that like when, when a guy like comes, you like, you know, like pulls like the rest of like the cum out of his dick, that sort of like motion. Mm. And if okay, it's anything right. but clear, like that means bad things. Um, and also, like, you so obviously, like, you, what do you mean that the stuff that comes out, if it's yeah. not clear, it's bad? Yeah, that's right. Like, it, you don't know what it means, but like, it's not great. Um, and, uh, really? or it's just like, like, you know, something to take a precaution about. And then also, like, you just obviously, and at that point, like, inspect the actual penis and like the area around it. And, and how often would you get tested? I make a point to do it monthly. Monthly. Okay, yeah. cool. Have have you ever gotten an STD from someone? Um, I have had, I guess, a few, but never from work. Um, okay. Like they've okay, just been cool. in my like regular life, you know, like chlamydia. What else? I've had a lot of sex and I ha- I mean like I'm, gonna, I'm literally going to touch wood, guys. I'm going to lean over and I'm going to fucking touch my bedside <laughs> table. Um, but, yeah, I have never had an STD in my life and I've had a lot of sex and a lot of partners. Oh, off and, queen. Yeah, and like – definitely I mean this isn't something that I'm proud of but I'm definitely not the safest from at times um and yeah I've just been really lucky but I'll I'm pretty fucking psycho like even if I sleep with someone without a condom on I'll literally go to the doctor the following Monday so I'm I'm definitely like pretty on top of it because I never want to be that person that's like has sex with someone and then sleeps with someone a week or two later Mm. and then you find out you have something like I'd rather know where I got it and who I got it from. So Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. And that's always, you know, a good way to go about things. But so yeah, that's um that's definitely yeah, I'm super lucky. Definitely. Um, I love that for you. I really do. I know, I know. Thank fuck. And then what about like so what about when you have your period? So the, I've heard this myth that um sex workers put beauty blenders in their vagina. Um, because when you have sex, a guy can't feel it as though they would feel a tampon. Is that a myth or is that true? So it's definitely not a myth, but it like, I think that it's gotten misconstrued a little bit, um, through the grapevine, (laughs) but you're very close. So it's actually called, um, they're called sea sponges or just sponges. Um, and they used to be when I first started and I only recently learned, you know, through, my ho-fam, um, when we were ta- having this exact discussion, sorry, I just moved in, having this exact discussion about um, them and where to get them and you used to just be able to get them from like the chemist or spotlight and they just look like, I don't know, like if you touch your fingers together um, to your thumb, like that maybe like big sort of thing and they're like hard and porous and you wet them and squeeze the water out and then um, like put it in your vagina and yeah, like you can pretty much never unless like someone has like a like – a, quite a long dick and then it, it like it 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 is like it gets pushed up your I don't know what that is like your fallopian tubes or like some shit like yeah like whatever like yeah, there are times that like I've had to proper fish it out like and being thankful that I have fucking claws for nails um but like <laughs> thank god my lung acrylics yeah thank god um that that definitely is a thing and it is uh, so it used to be the yellow ones the sea sponges but then I found out that they are not hygienic because they're literally and that makes sense because they're just literally sitting like out in the open air and anyone can like sneeze on them or like whatever um there's like ones that you can get specific from specifically from sex stores and um also brothels and strip clubs and they are made for sex workers they don't have like um you know chemicals and stuff in them and whatever because they're putting them in our fanny so like you've got to be so if you ever like are you know needing to like fuck a boyfriend on a weekend or like whatever and you have your period that's how you do it um 
people. I've, I've never heard eyes. of this until someone asked me a question through Instagram. I didn't even know that the beauty blender slash sea sponge lol of beauty blender. Can you imagine being like, hey, um, yeah, I'd just like to get the Morphe um, beauty blender from <laughs> Mecca. Yeah, um, I just want to, oh, what, if, are you like getting a new foundation? Like, you know, just topping up for like three months. Has your other one gone a bit moldy? Oh, no, I just want to shove it up my vagina to have sex on my period. Like, if can I could you also get imagine? a long pair of tongs, that'd be great. Thanks. Yeah. So, so have you like, do you know anyone that's ever gotten it like stuck up there? Yeah, of course. Of skills. I mean, I've definitely been very, very close to going to the emergency center. Let me tell you now. No. Yeah, 100%. Like, there's literally just been times where I've been like, okay, like, and because like when you squat down, your um, like vaginal muscles, obviously, like, as you would know, like, contract and like do different things. And like, you don't really realize what muscles you're using and like what until you're trying to get it out and you're like literally like like squatting down and then next thing you're like a little fucking turtle on its back like like trying to it's just a, so many different moves like doing the moose like I swear to god dude like having someone else get it out well my friend my sorry not my friend my roommates both have period cups personally cups. yeah the menstruation yeah. I'm like period cups like probably oh, no, the wrong fine. term just- so one of my my one of my roommates is like very earthy so she's very much about like recycling and, and saving nice. the world which I love. love and then the other one is as well but she bought the menstrual cup slash period cup and <laughs> her second time she couldn't fucking get it out and she was like she was like guys I, I can't fucking get this thing out. Like she was literally in the bathroom for like 45 minutes trying to dish this fucking period cup out of her vagina. And I've like, I was like, should I get one? And then I was like watching like videos on like how to get them in and out. And I was like, mm, I think I'm just going to stick with what I know. And I think I'm just going to like stick with the old tampon. Hey, like, you know, just buy Tom's organic, not, not get, you know, do, do some, if you're saving the world a little bit, like at least get the Tom's organic rather than the Libra. But, um, you can just like pick up trash in the park. Okay, let's dive into what is your wildest story. What do you reckon the craziest sexual thing you've ever done is? Is this at work or in general? Why? What would would it be crazier in general, or would it be <laughs> yes. crazier in work? It would absolutely. Okay, oh, give me no, your craziest. No. No. You know what? The other night I had a fivesome. So Fuck that was pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Have you told me that yet? <laughs> kind of slipped my who mind, have, to be honest. Who did you have a fivesome with? Um, just like four of my, you know, gorgeous mates from work <laughs> and this one dude that I met that night for work. So so four women, like three women and one guy? Oh, no, there was five women. So six them. Sick, you had a sixum. Is there a word for that? <laughs> I like, know, I feel yeah, like you I'm know, you're like, you go like, like a, you're like twins, triplets. Yeah, and I had like a. I had like a quadrusum. I think it sounds like, gross. Like it's like a cesspum or something like that. Like, ew. <laughs> let's go with sixum. Sounds better. We can, we can, it'll be a new trending word. Um, okay. So, how did that go? So, run me through the, the sixum. So, there's five girls, one dude. So, are you guys all just fucking each other or kind of? What's yeah. Like, you know, I guess he had like two at any one time, two to three. And, um, uh like other like you know when we're not doing anything we're just like making ourselves look sexy you know like we're literally like in the like background like fingering ourselves or like you know just like doing like good shapes of our body and like whatever over each other or like maybe like pretending to kiss or like putting our hair like down in each other's crotch and just like shaking our heads like we're not actually doing anything but it looks good like we're good actresses we all know the vibe and like it's just funny because we're literally all there like just rolling our eyes at each other but like we're just like you know, like sometimes you can get into it, but like if you're just like literally across like from someone and you're just trying to have to put on a show because, you know, like you're there and that's the, that's the vibe, but you're being paid for, like you're just sort of just like, yeah, all right. Like as long as it looks good, like I'm not, I don't have to fucking go down on this bitch just because like he paid me to fuck him. You know so what I mean? what, So what would like a cost like that be for a guy so like obviously you're getting your your income but he's paying five women so like is that so fucking expensive for him yeah and also like he um he well he didn't organize it it was like my friend organized it for her sugar daddy um and he it was a surprise to him so she had like I think he gave her like a budget and maybe it was like 15k was the budget for the surprise and yeah so and then like whatever we got paid like she's still getting a commission on top of that and like I don't know how much she charges it's not my business I don't wouldn't bother me anyway 
but um like you know it's definitely like a good couple of hundred dollars an hour like each girl um so she's yeah he would be paying a lot she'd be making a lot we made a lot and it was a good time and what would like if you don't mind me asking and this is like such a like inappropriate question but like what do you reckon like from doing this industry like what would be like your best kind of yearly income oh um the last like year has actually been really good to be honest like between like two and 5k like the the other the other week I made like 10k there's times that I've made 15k in a week like it really depends what I do and how like how much stamina I have but like so do you reckon roughly like 500k a year I would say 52 I would say roughly this last year I, I I reckon I easily made 200k fuck yeah love go off sis yeah like that yeah and that's not even working every day no absolutely it is not I mean it I guess it depends on like your schedule and like how often you you're willing to work and what you're willing to do and stuff what do you think the strangest most bizarre thing a man or woman has ever asked you to do oh my god when you said this before um I literally thought like I knew exactly what I was gonna say (laughs) so we were it happened at the very start of my career and it will forever be the weirdest thing like so far um, I was, was stripping, um, in, uh, King's Cross at Butterbean. I was 19 and I was still like, at this point, like I'm naturally blonde and I was like a baby stripper, like didn't even wear eyelashes at this point point. was still like just wearing mascara, like a fuckwit. <laughs> <laughs> um, fake lashes, girl. Yeah. Like I was just like, didn't know anything about makeup. I was still like, you know, surfing anyway. It was a whole thing. I was just a baby. So I was like, I was legit, legitimately like protected by, all of the security guards and like everyone in King's Cross. And I happened to get this weird as fuck dude on a Saturday night and they thought he was like harmless. So they're like, you know, go with Audrina. That was my name back then. Go with Audrina. And he just like, just like had like, I don't know, like gentle giant vibes about him. Had a, it was a Saturday night. The club was packed. And we also had like a metal detector and like security guards that go through like everything. But he, he managed to get in with a fucking Woolies bag, like a green, like you know the like material Woolies bags, of course everyone yeah, knows them. Fabric, yeah, so he comes in with a bag of hats, like a ver- like various hats, like like just like a couple of baseball caps, like some like truckers hats, maybe like some like wide brim hats. Like he just had various hats in this green Woolies bag. So Dora anyway, bucket hat, trucker, straight up, dude. You name it, it was in there. I don't know how he was fitting them in, but they were squashed in, and there were a lot. Anyway, so I go for an hour dance with them, and he goes. I get $300 from that hour. He goes, I'll give you another $300 to not take your clothes off. I was like, easy, done. So he gives me 300 bucks. I'll give you another 300 bucks if you do this other thing. And I was like, here we fucking go. And as I said, I was like a baby. Like I was so, so innocent at this point. And he fucking pulls out a shoebox. He like pulls out all his hats. They're sitting next to him all around him. Actually, no, they were sitting all around him. It was kind of like a little fucking shrine. It was weird, dude. It was weird. So he pulls out this little shoebox and he opens the lid and it's got all these like live baby snails in them in the shoebox. And I was like, <laughs> what is happening right now? And he just literally like like shows me them and he was like, will you please stomp on these and let me lick them Suck off your feet? Suck on the snails. Yes, let me lick them off your feet. And I was like, no, like it didn't even like, like I didn't even – it, like blink twice in my head I was like if I let this happen I'm going to be like compromised what else would he want to do like you know like I'm I, I've told you I'm a vanilla sex worker like I'm not here for doing weird shit because I'm not here to have my boundaries pushed like and I was just like I would do it now oh no I probably actually wouldn't because I don't really like I'm not about killing you know innocent animals so but anyway that's what that was my vibe then I was like dude why the fuck do you want me to like kill something and then you lick it off my feet and also like gross like just no no yeah, it's it's a no from What me. the fuck? Literally, I couldn't get it. Got I could not get out of there fast enough. I gave him back all his money, like literally all the money. He was just like, like he told me he wanted his money back for the time because I was leaving, and I was like, absolutely, like boom, done. And one of the Russians did it. <laughs> no way, someone did it. I'm yeah, like, would I do that? Yeah, hundred percent. Like those King's Cross girls, they are. I mean, I ended up becoming one. We just a fucking savage. I mean, like, they to crush it. some snails and let someone lick them off my feet for, like, a grand. Like, I feel like I'd do it. Mm, it was, yeah, it was, it was literally, like, $900. Like, now I, like, you know, no, I think it would really still be crossing the line for me with the fucking snails. I don't know, something just about, like, killing live beings, I think that for me would be, like, 
weird. It wouldn't. It's not. It's not the licking or the fact that you want me to. You want to lick like snails off my feet, like whatever you want to do, bro. Like I'm not king shaming, but it's just the like we shouldn't what need to, to like kill things in the in the meantime, you know. That is so weird. I cannot even. <laughs> any sex tips for the girls out here like what what's your like easiest position like what do you think makes a man get off quickly like how do, how do we see like tell us when, how to have sex tell us how I to love fuck. this when you asked that I like laughed and I was like wow I, like how the fuck am I going to answer this because I feel like there's like no like but then you said that and I was like wow actually you know what that is some data that I can provide actually yes tell me how to being fuck, the observant person even I know I but tell everyone how to fuck <laughs> of course so there's two positions there's like one where you okay so you would be you're laying down I'm gonna do it for you and you can okay, you do it. maybe you, you can do it and then I'm gonna explain it to okay, everyone okay, okay, okay so, so so you're lying on your side <laughs> your bottom leg's straight yeah then you move this leg up Okay, so you're not you're not lifting your leg in the air. You're literally just like say if you're gonna spoon a guy and you're gonna put your leg over him, it's kind of like that position. So like one leg's at like a right angle and your bottom leg that you're lying on straight. Okay, yeah. So yeah, both this legs is are resting on the bed. You're like all of your yeah. body is resting on the bed. Okay, so yeah, your top is going to um like straddle, I guess, like your straight leg. Um, and like mm-hmm. one knee is going to go like under, I guess, like your thigh that's making the L shape. And then the so other the, knee. So the guy's knee is going to go under your um, leg that's lying on the bed, the the L shape. Yep. And then the yep. other knee is going to go on the other side. So like, you know, they're just like okay. straddling you like that way. That is definitely a real, a real time. Fuck, I feel like we've dived into so many different topics and you've like really shed an amazing light on the sex work industry and like normalizing it and just like what your day to day is like. Like I just, I feel enlightened. I I'm love enlightened. That. Thank you for allowing and me hope- to educate you and your listeners. Hi listeners. Hope totally. you're having the best day, angels. I hope you guys are fucking as enlightened as I am and like I fucking love you. You are the biggest legend. Thank you so fucking much. Um, I'll definitely have to get you back on and oh. I really appreciate everything you've touched on. It's fucking incredible and I love what you do and just keep keep it up because it's inspiring to all of us women over here. So I love it. Thanks for being an ally, you sweet, sweet angel. I love you. Oh, your energy is so Yay. great. Thanks, girlfriend. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening today. I hope you enjoyed all of that as much as I did. I feel like a different person now. Um, So please don't forget to like, rate, review, share with your friends, share with your brother, your sister, your auntie, your uncle, whatever. Let's keep growing this podcast and I will see you back next week for some more juicy shit. Bye, guys.